0: Welcome to What I Wish I Knew by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au.
1: Hey everyone, this is Chittam Capel, your host for this What I Wish I Knew podcast by Dental Head Start many of you know that I'm the co-founder of Principal Practice Management Software. We also make Level Up, which is a systems and training software. And I am really interested and passionate about ways that digital technology can improve our lives as dentists. So naturally, I am very drawn to other people who are in a similar space. And today I'm going to introduce you to Dr. Geeta Perks. She is not only a dentist herself, but she's also the director of Dental Focus Marketing. This is a digital agency dedicated to serving the very niche dental industry in all things digital marketing. So her work encompasses more than you think. So it's websites, it's social media, it's Google domination, it's SEO, it's content creation, reporting, compliance, lots around compliance, and and a lot more. So in this podcast, she shares some key do's and don'ts for digital marketing, and she also shares some really innovative ways that modern young dentists are building their own personal brand online as individuals not just as a practice. So Gita starts by sharing her personal journey, how she went from full-time dentist to full-time digital marketing director. So as a dentist herself she intimately knows the entire patient journey. She knows that there are many different aspects to the patient journey and she challenges the idea that marketing is simply getting patients through the door
0: it's so much more than that and yes it is the whole patient journey it's really about understanding you know from your external marketing into your front of house and the whole patient experience as to whether or not they come back and they return to your practice and it's not just about just getting leads um because that's just one part of it and it's 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 really multifactorial in, in dental practices and, and you really want to keep those patients as long-term patients so that you can grow and build your practice.
1: Yeah. I'm actually very curious um, if we can rewind a little. I'd love to hear a little bit about how a full-time dentist turned into a, um, a marketer full-time as well. What was the journey from
0: the beginning? Well, from the very beginning, gosh, um, it, it started really, really early on for me. You know, I'm from a family background in dentistry, and my dad was a consultant in restorative dentistry at two major hospitals in the UK. And prior to that, my family had the fortune of traveling to different countries due to my dad's job. And so that really gave me a, a very early insight into the world of dentistry um, well before I even decided that this was going to be a career choice for me. Um, later on, having had my own dental experiences and being introduced to a lot of dentists, um, I decided to study dentistry at Manchester University in the UK. And my year group actually was known as the bulk Year. Um, there was an intake of 120 students. And by the time that we graduated in 2001, um, it was whittled down to 94 students. And so it was highly competitive and I was so happy. I was so happy to graduate as a dentist um, with those 94. And so um, after that, I started my career in, um, in Yorkshire in the UK. Um, in a very busy family practice. And it was owned by um, three generations of dentists. So it was a father and a son and their grandfather was a dentist. And during my time there, this this practice grew from a four-surgery practice to a 10-surgery practice um, into an implant specialist implant center with over 30 members of staff. And so I gained a tremendous amount of knowledge and experience working there. And when I graduated in 2001, my brother, Christian, he created Dental Focus in London. And, um, you know, helping him out with his business growth um, gave me a huge insight into digital marketing and how, how it really helps dental practices grow. And I ended up consulting for a lot of um, practitioners in Dental Focus over the years. And um, Dental Focus is now the market leader in dental, digital marketing in the UK and Ireland. And so that's that gave me an insight into digital marketing um, back then. Um, and then 10 years ago, um, my husband and I decided to migrate, we decided to move to Australia. And um, it was for, the, you know, the sun, the sea and the sand. Um, but obviously that's not the case all the time in Melbourne. But yeah, we we've never really looked back, uh, you know, having moved here. And I've had the fortune of working in prestigious practices on Collins Street and family dental practices as well. And again, this has given me huge insights into the way practices grow in Australia. And so that really triggered me to um, starting that digital marketing agency, the sister company, and I decided to name it Dental Focus Marketing. Yeah,
1: that's incredible. And are you still working as a dentist now?
0: Not this year. This year, I've just decided not to spread myself too thin and decided to just really focus on dental, dental focus,
1: focus dental focus, it's not named that way for no reason. Yeah. Um, that's that's incredible. So, for a lot of listeners, we I think we have an idea of what digital marketing is, but do you mind from your point
0: of view, what is digital marketing? Digital marketing. Is, is really a huge amount of different aspects. Um, you know, you can say digital marketing, but it could mean a lot of different things. And, you know, my main vision when I created Dental focused Marketing was to create a digital marketing agency that would help dental practices grow their businesses by attracting their ideal patients. And the way that we would do this would be through compliant websites that were bespoke Um, We would also be doing Google Domination, which would help practices be found at the top of Google on page one. And this would be done through SEO and PPC, which is pay-per-click advertising and social media marketing to help those practices be found in their local communities through PR and brand awareness. Um, So... That is digital marketing, um, but also offering guidance and direction for, for all of our clients, um, particularly on things like APRA compliance, Google reviews, you know, all of these aspects. Um, so yeah, that's digital marketing.
2: RIPE Global is an incredible resource, especially in these times where travel is a little bit difficult, but we're also realizing it's not always necessary for our education. Especially when we're starting our career, we just want to get as much as we can and a platform like Ripe Global's membership is perfect for that. But Ripe Global is a lot more than that. They've got the fellowship in restorative dentistry and while it's already started with the posterior dentistry course, they've just released the anterior dentistry course, one where you're going to learn about composites, aesthetics, isolation and indirect work as well. One of the hardest things to do in dentistry is the single front tooth and this course is aimed at helping you improve that skill. Find out more at ripeglobal.com or check out the show notes and you can get 30% off a membership, all from the comfort of your own home.
1: The landscape is changing that rapidly that um, you feel like if a dental practitioner or an owner gets up to speed with what the rules around compliance are, what the rules around reviews are, it's like in five minutes the rules have changed again. So, how do you keep um, up to speed with
0: what, what's out there we have a team um, at dental focus marketing so there's all, all of us have different specialities and we're always looking at things particular that are particularly important for dentists which is compliance um, that's crucial to to really understand what is what is allowed and what is um, Anything that that breaches the national law, it's it's really important to understand that, and um, that's our foundations. Do you know of any uh,
1: stories? You know, no names about um, of course about compliance <laughs> and times it, yeah, wasn't, it was breached. There are many.
0: <laughs> there are many. Luckily, they're not clients of ours, Touchwood. But um, you know, I do get many many dentists coming to me when they get their upper compliance letter. Um, when often enough, you know, you have this 60 days to respond to it, but often enough, they tend to leave it to the last minute and tell me that they've only got a week left or two weeks left. Um, I'll say, well, what have you been doing all this time? <laughs> you know, waiting for, for, um, something to happen. Um, but yes, there, there are lots of things, but, you know, the most common thing would be if they're, they've got, Facebook reviews, that's one of the first things that are, that's looked at, making sure that you're, you're not having testimonials on there.
1: Yep, these are the things that, I mean, most of us aren't even aware of. Can I ask what are the most common, yeah, um, no-nos with compliance that you see?
0: Yeah, well, it's that. Um, also, terms and conditions. Making sure if you've got any offers that are going out there, you really need to have your terms and conditions really clearly stated. Um, testimonials is a big thing. Making sure that you don't have testimonials, particularly on your website. That's a that's a huge no no. So,
1: what about if it's linked to your Google uh, reviews, like? Your website's displaying your true Google reviews.
0: That's also a bit of a grey area, and unless you get a complaint, you know, some some dentists are really just just winging it and just um will just chance it. But ideally, it's it's not not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Any other common mistakes that you see on websites
0: or? On socials that are non-compliant, just misleading the public. I think I think you can't mislead the public um, with with anything that you do. Um, there are some adverts that are out there that are really pushing people um, to take up services. Um, you can't really put an end date on things to to make people take up your services. So you just have to be very careful with things like that. Okay, um, all of our all of our. Um, content is always proofread and um, we have a huge APRA checklist that we go through before we post anything online. I think there's
1: just so much to it. Um, it's why people like you exist so that you know the ins yeah, and outs of what, what's allowed and um, how we can also be competitive with, with our digital marketing strategy without putting ourselves at risk.
2: It's that time of year again. Before June 30, we have to renew our indemnity insurance. And when I look for an insurer, I'm looking for someone who's going to be there when I need their help. They're going to act fast and they're going to be by my side so I can practice with confidence. I get all of that from Dental Protection Limited. What I love about them is that they're more than just an insurer. They're actually here to help us, to give us content and support us with medico legal situations and most importantly, help us avoid these situations. The content they produce is the best content out there from an insurer like them. Renewal notices are out in May. To make sure you get all of these added benefits, sign up by June 30. I can say from personal experience, when you need help, you'll be glad you're with Dental Protection Limited. Thank you, Dental Protection Limited, for supporting me and my career and the Dental Head Start podcast.
1: What about for uh, if you're not a practice owner and you're just an associate, in what ways um, can digital marketing um, improve our goals if we're associate dentists?
0: Associate dentists are taking more of a hands-on approach, especially with um, building the brand of the practice that they're working in. They're also building their own social media platforms to be able to, um, because people trust people and, and you know, patients really want to trust um, a dentist. And so they will typically go for somebody who has trust and credibility online. You know? so, they're, so they're tending to, to have their own social media platforms and really pushing um, who they are what they're doing in their community and how they're benefiting their patients online. Um, and, and this is really crucial, you know, if they're wanting to help to build the, the practice brand as well. And it, it tends to, they tend to link where they work and um, that really helps.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know um, it, at our practice we have, um, well, and we've had in the past dentists, associate dentists there who have their own um, presence on social media or they've, you know, um, they're, they're really attracting their own patients and Mm -hmm. the more they can draw their own patients, the less pressure it puts on our general marketing as a practice. So I think if you're an associate dentist that wants to really build your own books, there's so much, um, potential for growth as an associate, you don't have to be an owner to be tremendously successful. Um, if you're happy with where you are, absolutely you're saying it's worthwhile investing in your own digital marketing. Is that right?
0: Yes, and that's what a lot of associates are now doing. Um, they, are, they are investing because they're investing in themselves. They're investing in their growth. Um, they're upskilling, and as they upskill, they're also investing in a bit of marketing. But some of them are taking the incentive to actually get a digital marketing agency to help them grow because they are spending, they just don't want to spend all of their time on their their digital marketing. It takes up a lot of time um, to strategize, to create content, to create graphics, to create, um, you know, to to schedule and to post, uh, let alone auditing auditing that everything is working. So, um, yeah, practices and associates are are doing that now.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I've actually come across one of your websites where – individual dentists are making their own websites just about themselves as a person. It's not necessarily linked to Mm -hmm. a particular practice, or it could be, but it's more about individual branding. Because if I wanted to create my own website, because, you know, I'm Chitin, I have, you know, I practice dentistry. I like doing cosmetic stuff. I have my own software company. I like doing speaking roles. I'm all over the shop. I'm the practice website <laughs> about me. Is not really going to give yeah. the public the information I need because I actually do multiple things. So yes. someone like me, I mean, I think it makes total sense to have a Personal website, and I did come across. I actually can't remain, remember the name of it. It was really clever. It was like I, Identical Fo- Focus, I Dental Focus. Yeah, I knew it was some cool name like that. Yeah, I dental Focus. So I think that's a really, really clever idea.
0: Well, you can get a really sleek website. It's no frills, and you know, get yourselves out there. This will be your business card. And we we created some beautiful websites with Identical Focus, um, but you're not going to have the management behind it. Not like if you were to come to Dental Focus Marketing or, or if you're in the UK, it's Dental Focus. But iDental Focus is where you're creating your own website and it's just, um, it's easy. It's really yep. straightforward.
1: Oh, it makes total sense. Um, your information about like digital marketing on social media is is absolutely fantastic i think i've saved lots of posts and tips and tricks you have so for those listening what is um how can we follow you or get information about all of your tips and tricks that you occasionally post
0: (laughs) well you can find us on instagram or facebook um on instagram it's df underscore marketing and on facebook you can find us on dental focus marketing and also you can find us on linkedin as well